This is the Stay in the Game podcast, and I am your host, Trevor Field, physical therapist and owner of Form and Function Physical Therapy in Rancho Cucamonga, California. This show is me sharing my experiences as a PT to help you move better, live pain-free, and stay in the game. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode one of the Stay in the Game podcast, everybody. I'm so excited to have you with us. Uh, I can't believe that we've actually finally launched this thing. We've transfer transferred our uh, home office into a production studio. So I'm sitting here in front of a new mic. I've got cameras on me right now. I've got a ring light. I've never looked better, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, after we're done recording this one, I'm thinking uh, i got to do the, uh, the makeup uh, show here and show people how to apply makeup now that we have all this fun toys to play with. So um, here we are together at first uh, episode one of our podcast and um, wanted to share with you guys, hey, episode one happened in January. So what happens come January? Uh, resolution. So this whole podcast and everything's really got me thinking about my own resolutions, things that I want. And uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, let's go ahead and flush 2020 because that was an absolute gut punch for a lot of people, myself included. So um, if you're all suffering out there, feel free to, you know, band together here and make 2020 the best one yet. So uh, but again, back to kind of uh, personally, what is going on with uh the new year's resolution. I really, you know, year after year have been talking about, um, being more consistent, getting you guys more information. So helping you guys, um, be able to make better decisions. So not only would that, um, help fill our schedule, but it makes more impact. Like a full schedule to me, isn't necessarily all about finances. A full schedule means that I'm helping more people. So really helping the impact of, of form and function of myself personally, of our staff to be able to share their gifts of healing, uh, to get people over the line, to help them do the activities they love, get back to athletics, sports, running, you know, the activities they enjoy. So really that's what, you know, form and functions about. But as far as that resolution, like this podcast really is part of that resolution is um, being in front of you, getting you content, getting you information, um, being able to market to you guys, market in terms of sharing information about how you guys can get yourself healthy. So, you know, I always start out gangbusters. I start out like, hey, I'm going to keep pushing play. I'm going to get in front of my little camera phone and let you guys know what ha- what's happening in the clinic and, and do those things. But, you know, just like most people, uh, those efforts begin to fade and fall off. So I wanted to talk to you a bit in this show about New Year's resolutions, um, those type of things. Also, with uh, January happening, a lot of people start picking up uh, the weight loss kind of resolution. So weight loss in and of itself, the, the biggest thing that we uh, like to cover is running for weight loss. So we're going to cover those things, running, running injuries, running issues. I talk about some crazy runner stories, people that I've seen uh, uh, in my history and, and those type of things. And also January, come to think about it, January is uh, when we started Form and Function. This is year seven. So it is our seventh anniversary as a business. So having this uh, business has really been a blessing and wanted to thank you guys for supporting us uh, over the years. Um you know, it's really been great uh, having this journey of, of business ownership. It's kind of enlightening. It's helped, you know, it, it started with 
I started my career as a PT thinking that that was all I was ever going to have to learn is how to be the best PT I can. And now it's really kind of shifted. And now it's like, okay, how do I become a successful business owner while balancing being a PT and balancing a home life? So it's been a a challenge, but it's really been a blessing because it really kind of reveals who you are, helps kind of show you your character. So I wanted to, you know, share that piece of experience with you guys. So, all right, let's get into it resolutions yeah so our biggest thing is like year on year uh, most people try to begin to set a resolution not everybody but it it really should be a good habit for us all to get into you know it really kind of helps us refresh and 2020 is going to be like one that we put in the rearview mirror and you know maybe some of us because of quarantine or lockdowns or otherwise we got into really some garbage habits like not getting up on time going to bed late uh Netflixing uh, episode on episode on episode and really not moving your body the way it needs to. So I'm seeing it in my clinic. There's, you know, the bill has come due to a lot of our patients in our clinic. So if getting up, getting healthy, exercising more, moving more is part of your resolutions, you know, you're going to be probably in the majority. So the problem becomes really 8% of people really keep their resolutions. And you think about that 92% failure rate for a resolution. And you're like, damn, really? Uh, is it even worth making one to begin with? Well, what I wanted to kind of cover is just ways that you can increase the possibility of you being in that 8%. So the first and foremost thing is that people set up goals that are humongous. It's huge. They create a target that is too big to reach. So the first sign of a breach of their resolution, uh, uh, going out and either having a cheat day becomes a cheat day and a half becomes a cheat week. And then just, they forget, they get off track and just, they don't stick with it. And they, they think, Hey, you know what? I need to get back on it. But you know, that, that target was just too dang big. Well, if the target's too big, that you already are just overwhelmed by the the size of the obstacle. You know, how do you move a mountain? You got to break that thing up and move it stone by stone. So ultimately, if the target was 50 pounds, 25 pounds, we need to think about this over a longer period of time. So people commonly overestimate what they can do in six weeks or a month, but they underestimate what they can do in two decades. And what that means is that, look, good habits, it's all about the compound effect. The compound effect is just all of the accumulation of these little wins over time. If it's giving up sodas or giving up sugary drinks or, or, you know, maybe having that bowl of ice cream at night, it's not just necessarily that, you know, you lose those calories, but it starts to lead to bigger things. It compounds. So you may not see that uh, effect over two months, six months, maybe even the whole year. You might see, man, you know what? The goal was 25 pounds and I got five. Well, phenomenal. You know, you're on your path toward the outcome. So if you're one to defeat yourself at the first sign of, you know, a breach or, you know, not sticking to that, what I want you to do is think of it in taking the first small step toward your goal because movement toward your goal is still movement and find a way to make the next small movement. So even if you can't see 
the entire staircase, take the first step. That was the, the Martin Luther King quote. So one I, I love a lot. And speaking of the compound effect, if you guys are ebook readers or book readers, uh, check out The Compound Effect. That's by Darren Hardy. Uh, listen to it on Audible myself. Phenomenal book. Uh, recommend it to anybody. If you're struggling with goals or kind of seeing things or obstacles getting in the way, this is a book that can help kind of push you across it. Uh, the f- other thing I wanted to talk about with um, resolutions is accountability. Accountability, having an accountability partner, humongous in terms of helping you get to um, the outcome that you're looking for. Accountability is huge. Having an accountability partner or a coach or otherwise, those are the people that are going to help drive you across, the, remind you of what the goal was in the first place. So if you want to learn more about all of these things that you can do to help be successful in making a resolution, I'm going to point you to our blog. We uh, just released a blog post not long ago. Uh, It's called, If You Broke Your Resolutions, Don't Stress, What to Do Instead. Uh, We can put a link to it in our notes, show notes and otherwise, so you can get a hold of that. But it's over in our website over at formfunctionpt.com. So check that out. If you broke your resolutions, don't stress what to do instead. So go get that one. Uh, It's a good read. It'll help you get your resolution game on point. And if you're over in our blogs, I want you to go ahead and check out this one as well. It's called Running for Weight Loss, Why Running is Such a Popular New Year's Resolution. So obviously the number one resolution most everyone has every single year is to lose weight. And running for weight loss is probably the easiest, most accessible way to burn calories, to get out, be active, Uh, enjoy the outdoors, break a sweat, sweat off the pounds. Um, So even if you're as little as 155 pounds, a simple nine minute pace uh, in 30 minutes burns about 400 calories. So that is a burner. So um, running for weight loss, phenomenal activity. Go read the blog about it. But what I wanted to also give you some insights about is, you know, how common running injuries are. So up to eight out of 10 runners sustain an injury every single year. 80% of runners every single year will have some type of injury. That's why we love to catch people before they even start those resolutions, do kind of full body inspections and make sure that everything's really kind of dialed in to uh, make sure your body's functioning properly so we don't have to be part of that eight and 10. I want you to be part of that two and 10 runners to really stay healthy during the year. So check the blog post out about running for weight loss. And speaking of runners, I'm going to give you a bit of story time about some of our runners. And if you've ever checked out our Yelp page, you would think running (laughs) injuries is about the only thing we treat. We actually treat a lot of different things, but running is something that we, you know, do specialize in a lot of. But uh, there may be a real special specialty within running that people don't even know about, and that is ultra marathoning. Obviously, people know marathons, 26.2 miles. That is, you know, for some people, insane, right? It's like you, if you're somebody who doesn't run at all, going from not running to a marathon seems like an insurmountable goal. But we've had people that were not runners who started running, began to love running, and actually became ultra marathoners. Well, what's an ultra marathon? Well, obviously ultra, it's more than, but ultra is anything more than 26.2, up to 100 miles. So we have race runners that run 100 miles. We even have race runners that'll do 24-hour races, 24 hours 
of running. Can you imagine that? Think about kind of the pounding on your body, the amount of stress and mental toughness it would take to run 100 miles. To do that, to do anything for 24 consecutive hours is not easy, but to run 100 miles, that's a that's a special kind of uh, crazy right there. And I've actually had a couple of these guys come to, uh, to me with injuries, and they've had some, uh, some doozies, I must say. Uh, one was trying to get his foot pain to go away before he ran out in Arizona, uh, an off-road race. And you know, this foot pain just really had way too many red flags for me. And um, he was like, hey, look, I'm going to run it regardless of whether I'm in pain or not. So just get it as good as I can get it. You know, the advice was like, man, this thing just isn't adding up. I'm not really sure about it. Maybe if, if possible, shut it down for this one and let it let the thing heal or go get it more thoroughly examined. But he's like, no, no, no. Do what you can do about it. And we did. We treated. We got it as good as we can get it. He completed the race. He came back, did what he said he was going to do, gets it checked out. And he was running on a fractured foot. So you thought a 100-mile race runner was crazy. It's a 100-mile race runner on pretty much a broken leg, a broken foot. Can you imagine? So, yeah. Start with, and and how do these guys start? So I asked, how do you become an ultra runner? Like, <laughs> were you always somebody who liked to run? There was like, no, I, I, I didn't. I used to just basically, I would run from one uh, light pole to the next, and then I would walk because I wasn't in any kind of condition to run more than one distance of a light pole apart. And I was like, oh my God, to be able to have the, the discipline and the stick to to get that built up to running 100 miles. Impressive. So in this next segment, which is going to likely be one of my favorites, because this is what I get to do in clinic all day long, is just answer people's questions. This is where we take a question from our community. uh, And this one um, comes from Instagram. If you have any burning questions that you need us to answer, you can DM us directly on our Instagram account, our Facebook account. Uh, You can email us at info at formfunctionpt.com. You can hit us up directly from our website, But this one, this question comes from Instagram and it is, Hey Trevor, I just started running to lose weight slash keep fit since gyms are closed and want to know how far, how long, and how often I can safely run. So uh, thanks for that question. What I wanted to kind of preface this one with was uh, it really depends on where we're starting from. I'm going to assume that if you've never run, this is the point where we're going to kind of tip this thing off. So if you've never run, the question of how far you should go really should be, um, you know, partially based on your fitness level. Ideally, if you're going to start, I want you to build your way up to about 40 minutes of moving time. Right now, if you've never run and don't have the fitness levels to be able to meet that, I want 20 total minutes of moving time. And what that means is, um, like we talked earlier, how our ultra marathoner became an ultra marathoner, we can start that in uh, just very small portions. So if it is running from light pole to light pole, uh, but making sure that you keep moving in between. But I just want to start you with 20 minutes of moving time And then that's going to help you kind of, number one, not overload your tissues, overload your joints too fast, too soon, too hard. Uh, The other side of things is um, 
what surface you're running on. So for you, I, I want to keep everything as flat as possible. I don't want you running hills. I don't want you getting up into the mountains when we're first beginning to start off running. We're going to start this flat ground. We're going to start 20 minutes of moving time. And what I want you to do is give yourself two days in between for some recovery, which means recovery, not sitting on the couch, eating cheesecake and bonbons. It's the days off are recovery, stretching, learning how to foam roll, making sure we're taking care of our tissues so we can get back out there and do that again. So ideally, what you don't want to do is go increase your moving time more than 5% per week. So in some cases, you'll see some studies say 10%. I want five because I'm wanting you to move more frequently. I'm wanting you to cut from that two-day rest down to one day in between our runs. So ideally, we're running every other day, and then we're going to cross-train and recover on our off days. So how far? Start at 20 minutes, build it to 40, and then we can increase our intensity. If you're really wanting to uh, blast it out and go long, long, that's really going to be dependent on what your goals are and in terms of fitness, weight loss, or if you're wanting to run 5K, 10K, half marathons or marathons, then we can have those discussions. But right now, if we're just starting, those are your starting moves. And last but definitely not least is our monthly product and monthly promotion. So every month we're going to be featuring a product that we love, that we recommend, that we endorse, uh, that we want you to get your hands on and access to so you can stay in the game at the best level as well as our monthly promotion to help you take advantage of all of these services that we offer on the cheap. So as far as the monthly product, this month I'm proud to pronounce Pillowwise as our first ever monthly product review. So what is Pillowwise? Well, uh, it says kind of sort of in the name, it's a pillow, but what's special about the Pillowwise pillow? Well, it's custom. Custom, you say? Yes, custom. We actually do custom fittings in our clinic that take into consideration your body shape, your shoulder width, how long your neck is, what position you sleep in, what's your sleep surface, and all of those things go into an algorithm to spit out the perfect pillow size for you. And why is that important? If spinal alignment is off, then you know waking up with a, a stiff neck or not staying asleep or staying in deep enough sleep for long enough has a huge impact on how awake you are during the day, um, your mental capacity, uh, recovery from injury and recovery from workouts. So sleep is kind of an under um, understood aspect of training and recovery. So we wanted Pillowwise to be a part of this first podcast ever because our products, the, the reviews on this thing have been ridiculous. The, one of the very first things that uh, happened was we have an acupuncturist in our clinic who, when he saw this pillow, wanted to get himself fit right away. He's been looking for pillows for years. He's been sleeping on this pillow he bought in Japan 20 years ago has tried dozens and dozens and dozens of different types of pillows and was like, yeah, I'm going to give this thing a try. And we fit it. He got it. And he finally parted with his 20-year-old. That, that just kind of almost makes me creep out how old, how long somebody could be sleeping on a pillow. But yeah, 
the phenomenal thing is somebody who's in love with a pillow for 20 years has ditched it for this pillow. And, you know, we've gotten similar responses from the others who've, who've gotten this pillow. So if you've been looking for something to improve your sleep surface, uh, sleep position, recovery, uh, if you've got neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, you know, come in. And this month, we're actually doing the pillow fittings uh, free of charge. So come check that thing out. Uh, no obligation to buy. You can rest it, rest your head right on these pillows and check them out yourself. So if you need access to PillowWise, reach out to us. And the last thing and the thing I love about January is this promotion is the number one promotion that we ever offer in our clinic. And it is the GPE. What is the GPE? It's the greatest promotion ever. And why is it the greatest? Well, we talked earlier in the podcast about this being our anniversary. And every year, I'm thankful to be in business that I actually offer initial assessments at a ridiculous discount. So initially coming in with us... Um, even a half hour could be 175 but with the GPE promotion, you can get in for the ridiculous ultra low rate of 35 bucks. So if you're dealing with any kind of aches, pain, stiffness, soreness, you know, need advice, you know, this is your opportunity to come in and pick my brain and our other therapist's brain on the cheap. So take advantage of that. Reach out to us, um, 888-619-2885 or inquire on our website formfunctionpt.com so that wraps up the form and function stay in the game podcast uh go ahead and leave a comment below let me know how i did for my first go around um if it was a just straight up snooze fest let me know i know i got that monotone voice so it could be uh you know maybe a cheap substitute for uh you guys that might have some sleep issues um, take it straight to bed and, you know, knock out or, you know, let me know if there's some topics that you want me to cover. I'm happy to do that for you guys. Um, now is where I get to beg you to like, subscribe, share it to somebody because that really does help uh, get this uh, podcast out to everybody. So please, please, please like it, subscribe it, share it. And I do want your feedback. So please comment below. Let me know how it did. Um, and we will see you next month for the February version of the Stay in the Game podcast. 